0: Welcome to the Picture Book Look podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. I'm Kirsty Call. Together we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf.
1: We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look.
0: Hi Kim. Hi, Kirstie. It's been a little while. Happy New Year.
1: It has been a little while. It has. I mean, officially, it's been a little while.
0: Yeah. So we were having a conversation the other day about how we want to ramp up our 2024 writing year, right? There's a lot to think about when you're thinking about your writing career, right? And ramping up the new year. Yeah. So we have five specific things that we're planning on doing this year, we're, do, we're doing yes. this year, and also things that have helped us in the past that we think might be helpful right for you. 2024
1: is going to be a great year for everyone. Here we come. And um, <laughs> I
0: think we're, we're ready. So the very first thing is set up. Set yourself up for success. How do you do that, Kim? Well, one of
1: my favorite things, and this is a really simple thing that's probably more um in my head. It's more psychological of a setup than anything. Although I guess it's a physical setup too. Is um buying some new pens, a new journal. Um I like to do a lot of my writing on just like yellow legal pads. That's kind of where I start my stories and I write uh lots of word lists and things. So I'll get a new pack of those. Um, it just feels like a fresh start. So new pens and number two pencils because the teacher and me just loves number two pencils and a new journal and maybe some new, new yellow legal pads. So that's, that's how I get myself set up. How about you? Uh,
0: Well, similarly, I really love a good news journal and (laughs) pens, colorful pens. I love my colors. So I want all the colors of the rainbow. (laughs) It's so exciting. And right now is actually January where Tara Lazar has her story storm challenge where every day she challenges us to think of a picture book idea. And I've been doing this for years and years and years. And It's one of the things I look forward to in terms of starting my new year because it's a new year. I'm thinking of new things. I'm excited about the possibilities and the prospects of writing a a fresh new story. And so that's another way that I get ready for my writing year is putting myself in the right mindset. So that leads us to number two. It does. I love so much. Number two is do an inventory of what you have, what you've written, the ideas that you have, and just really look at them, read them, decide, does this need to be, well, put in the drawer, the proverbial drawer? Mm -hmm. Do I need to delete it all the way? Is it that bad? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I ever say that I'm going to I'm going to have a yes and a no pile. Like if this were not on my computer, I would have a yes and a no pile. Like, yes, I'm going to revise this one. Yes, this has some really good elements that I want to keep working on. Or no, this really is just a terrible, horrible, no good draft. Crappy, <laughs> crappy. It will never be any good. I'm going to throw it away. <laughs> what was I thinking?
1: <laughs> what was I thinking when I wrote this? No, I think it's really important to do that. I think Also, if you've been writing for a few years, then you probably have stories that you wrote a while ago and maybe don't even remember that you have, or you just haven't read it in a while. I've gone back to stories that I'd forgotten about and read them. And yes, there have been ones that I've been horrified at, but also um, (laughs) some really good elements could be in there, right? It might not be the whole story that you want to put in the yes pile, but maybe it's a story idea. Maybe it's a new story idea.
0: That's the thing. I mean, most of the time, I'm going to be honest, most of the time when I do this inventory, I don't like what I'm reading. I don't like what's there. And there's a reason for that. Those are the things I left behind and didn't move forward with (laughs) in trying to get them published, right? Right, right. There have been a few times when I have looked at something and been like, oh my goodness, this might actually have, you know, potential. Right. There's something in here that I can do something with. And that is so exciting, especially when you forget about it. Yeah, I just have like 100 million ideas and I write 100 million terrible, terrible, terrible stories <laughs> all the time. I just have so many terrible stories. And so, yes, I've forgotten about most of them because they are forgettable.
1: <laughs> well, but the thing about that is, You look at a story that might be terrible the way you have written it a while ago, but maybe it gives you an idea for a new way that you can tackle it. Maybe instead of a picture book, it really could be a board book. Exactly. Or maybe you Mm -hmm. want to expand it into a chapter book. Um, That's what's so exciting about...
0: Taking the inventories, because mm-hmm. you have a new brain, our brains are constantly changing and rewiring, and hopefully we're becoming better and better at our craft and understanding more and more about how words work together. Right. <laughs> and then as we're looking at these things that we created in the past, we can use our new brain <laughs> to find new ways to use it. Yes. And so it's a very, I I love this part of starting a new year where you, there's just the possibilities are endless.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And You can do anything with that blank page. It's
1: like a blank canvas spread out in front of you. And you can
0: choose to focus on the things you really want to focus on. So you've got the yes pile, you've got the no pile, and you can just like clean out your files, get rid of the no pile, and focus in and hone in on the yes pile. Exactly. Exactly. And
1: then that brings us to number three, Mm -hmm. creating a map or a plan for a few months at a time. So, some people might be really good at this and maybe they look at the entire calendar year. My plan is to look at the first 4 months. I'm going to chunk the year into thirds for 2024. I love that. And I'm going to map out what I hope to accomplish in the first 4 months of 2024. I'll wait to do the other two thirds to see how my first third goes. But my plan is to look at my yes pile and figure out what I want to revise at the beginning of the year, what I'm feeling most pulled toward. And then also, I'm going to leave myself some room for some new writing. So not only revising old ideas, but new writing.
0: I love that you're chunking it into three thirds. Mm-hmm. I think that is a really good way to kind of look forward and figure out where you're going to go. For me, what I have done already thus far is I've figured out what I want to work on, what I think I want to work on this year. Of course, there's always flexibility. If there's something that I'm more excited about that something comes up right. or an editor asks for something, wouldn't that be wonderful <laughs> or something like that. Um, but I have what I want to work on, and then it's easier and better for me to do a month by month. So I, at the beginning of the month, I'm just going through and putting in what I want to work on, how I want to work on it. I actually had a conversation with my agent today about my vision of what I wanted in the year 2024. I've, I think she's been my agent for three years now, or two or three years, and there are so many stories I've written that she has never seen. So she told me to go through, have pitches, and she will... Go through the pitches and tell me which mm-hmm. ones she thinks have promise and which don't. And right. so that's something I'm going to be working oh, on. Incredible. And she'll yeah. help me hone in and focus on things that she thinks are likely to sell, which mm-hmm. will be very helpful given how much stuff I have.
1: Right. I know when you, when you reach a point where you have so much written already, sometimes it can
0: almost, that can almost feel overwhelming, right? Because you're just not sure what to focus on, what to send. It can be good and bad. I am always working on so many projects and then I can think to myself, well, I feel like working on the middle grade. Oh, I feel like working on a board book. That's great. Mm -hmm. And also sometimes it's nice to be focused. Sure. (laughs) Absolutely. One thing I want to add to that is yes, make a map. This is important. And also it's very important to be flexible. Mm -hmm. Things happen. Mm -hmm. Things in your life happen. Like last year I had a wedding to plan, which I just didn't know was going to happen. Right. That kind of changed my writing plans a little bit Mm -hmm. right (laughs) exactly so we just have to be willing to be flexible if you need to pivot that's okay give yourself permission to pivot if you need to pivot right okay so next we have one of our favorites well all five of these are our favorites but communities we love community it's so important kim you and i met at a critique group right we had no idea that we would start a podcast and do school visits together and write stories you know, all together. All the things, right? Just super secret things super that secret. are going to be so much fun later. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> we didn't know that we would be besties and be Casey squared. Right, all the things. <laughs> all the things.
1: And I think that that's. I mean, being part of of a writing community and that can kind of be scary if you're just starting out because you might think oh i'm i'm not good enough yet i'm not really a writer maybe because you haven't been published yet but that's it. i'm challenging you if that's you to step outside your comfort zone a little bit and take the leap because you just never know what saying yes to an opportunity to be part of a, a writing community might do for you
0: and your writing. It will do everything that you allow it to do, right? Sure. <laughs> and that's the most wonderful thing. I remember the very first time I went to the Andover, the Writer's Rumpus Critique group. Well, the first time I submitted. And I remember feeling so nervous and hoping that they liked it. And it's so funny because now that I've been writing and for a much longer I mean, 10 more years past then, right? Now I hope that everyone tells me what's wrong with it. Exactly. But the very first time I was like, oh no, I hope people like this. I hope it's, you know, worthy. And it people were so warm and helpful and it was a really good experience. And I think one thing I've been thinking about a lot is how my attitude around critiques have changed. Like what I'm hoping for when I go in there is that somebody tears it apart. <laughs> right
1: because I want it maybe not too much no I'm just all kidding the way, totally <laughs> torn apart if it's something I want to sell
0: right so right lovingly so- torn apart because that's what critique partners lovingly, do of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. right but critique groups are great and then places like 12 by 12 if you write picture books and you are not part of 12 by 12 please 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 join 12 by 12 it was so transformative for me and for you too right Kim I agree Oh yeah,
1: for it's sure. It's this challenge where um, you many write one ago, picture book a
0: month and then you re- you're challenging yourself to revise one picture book a month. It's this huge community and it's just a phenomenal group of very supportive and amazing writers and authors.
1: Now is the perfect opportunity to check out 12 by 12 and we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, just because we feel so passionately about how impactful That community was and still is it still
0: is so our last thing our number five is reconnect with your creativity perhaps you never have disconnected from your creativity and that is fabulous (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but even if you haven't disconnected connecting in a more meaningful and focused way it makes a difference right how do you reconnect with your creativity kim
1: Ooh, I feel like I I do need to do this. I have disconnected from my creativity just because, again, 2023 was a different kind of year. Um, but I think for me, it's being purposeful with my time. Um, it's it's disconnecting it to to reconnect to my creativity. I actually need to disconnect from all the other noise that's in my life. So that means work, Um, I love my family, but that means family, Um, sometimes. I I think being outside in nature is really helpful, going for a walk outside, um, and just noticing the birds, noticing the squirrels, noticing the way the trees are swaying. way the clouds are moving those kinds of things. Sounds like you're saying, be mindful. I am. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> However, that works for you to be mindful. Honestly, meditation, like guided mm-hmm. meditation for me, helps quiet all the noise.
0: I agree with all of those things. All of those things work for me also. And I would just add, giving myself permission to read other people's books. Yes. That's a great one. And, and learning from their books, but mm-hmm. not only learning, just relishing in the beautiful words of someone else's work of art. Mm. That ignites my creativity because it helps me see how it can be done, <laughs> like mentor texts.
1: And right, and but also even just reading for enjoyment, reading and not necessarily fun. reading
0: mm-hmm.
1: as a writer, just reading as as a reader to enjoy. Um,
0: I just started up a book important. club again after a hiatus. And it has been so fun. In fact, I have book club tonight. It has been Yikes. so fun to just gather with other book lovers and talk about a book that I haven't critiqued, a book that I didn't write, a book that, you know, just right? a book that someone else chose. You know? Right. And really delving in and digging deep and and noticing the power of words and what and one thing that I think really reignites or helps me reconnect with my creativity is coming back to my, to my why, why do I write? Why do I do this? I do this because I love kids. I love words. I love how books and literacy can change lives and make you feel. That's why really we do powerful. this, right? So remembering absolutely who we are as people, we as authors we are people who love words. We love the power of words and the way that they sound and the way that they change hearts. And just the magic of how you put those words together to create emotion. And the magic of how each person does it differently. Everyone has their own story, everyone's going to tell it differently. And everyone's story is important and worthy of being heard we will be back with one episode of discussions around what it's like to be a writer and an author right just like today just like today once a month Mm -hmm. and we will have at least one book interview a month so we'll be back with interviews
1: with authors illustrators editors art directors we're excited to
0: learn from them we are. happy writing everyone yes happy writing happy looking